Welcome to Villanova Radio. I'm your host, Lita Johnson. You know me? Follow the sports podcast, and we got some things to cover on Villanova Radio. One thing is football. Loving this class. Um, Jordan Landato just visited. They starting to get a lot of people starting to visit for you know 2021 class. I don't. I can't tell you how it's going to shape out 2021 class, but they are recruiting some very talented guys. Um, Nasir Robinson's one guy. Um, Jayon Carter. Three. They all. Um, Landato is the top guy, just like Ricky Ortega was going into 2020. Villanova does a good job of focusing on their one hot target and recruiting him hard. Um, it's other guys, other guys out. You know, Benet Pitcher, offensive tackle, six seven two seventy three. Other big time teams such as you know Penn State have been in on him, so you have to watch to see where that goes. Not to say you got Baylor, you got you know Cal, you got a lot of teams. UMass is also after him, so that's always a Villanova rival in football. Uh, Nasir Robinson. I like this kid out of Penns Grove, New Jersey. New Jersey always has good basketball football players, and he's one of them. Um, three-star running back, unbelievable year for Penns Grove. Jayon Carter, just an athlete of of athlete. I, I love this guy's upside, his potential, his ceiling, what he can be as a cornerback. Uh, can catch the ball, um, can run the ball. He can be a running back. He can be a receiver. He can be a, a defensive back. So he's a pretty, you know, two guys that Villanova is looking at from the same school. Um, Matthew Pajus is a guy, Martha King. They just got Tyrell Mims out of there, so I could see Pajus being the guy that Villanova goes after. You know, after getting Tyrell Mims commitment. Uh, Sean McTaggart, uh, pro-style quarterback out of Lansville, PA. Um, I remember I talked to him. They kind of laid off recruiting, but that don't mean they won't come back. Uh, but they're looking at other quarterbacks in this um, class, so it's not like – He's just one of those guys that's on the radar. Andy Falea, Falei, excuse me, Falei, excuse me, he's a receiver, 6'5", 220. And um, someone rate him as three-star, two-star, very good talent. Scott Giuliano, excuse me, Giuliano, he's a tight end, 6'5", 218, recently uh, got an offer from Penn. Uh, Brandon Tucker's a new guy, inside linebacker. John Paul II, pretty good, talented linebacker, 5'11", 220. Guys you can look at. And also, Chase Watton, a defensive end, Elizabeth Forward, Elizabeth PA. Um, so these are guys, they are all, the 2021 class, you're starting to see some of the guys take shape. And you'll see more. I, I got a lot of work to do on a lot of things. And today is the day for football. Um, Monday. I do basketball too. I do football, and I I put in work big time on both. So, if we're talking about football, we gotta talk about the guys that have committed for Villanova. Um, Keyshawn Scuster, like I just want to talk about the defensive back field and what they bring to the table. Necessarily looking at um, to really look at who's good on this class. Um, Villanova secured. You know, top targets. They got one top target left in Jude Kelly. He's a kicker. I feel like he'll commit. Pretty good kicker. You know, they want to keep that solidified after finding Carroll doing so good and, and, and then recruiting him. It can only get better when you put your eye on a kicker. Tyrell Mims, Ricky Ortega, very important uh, prospects that they, 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 they got their hands on. Aiden Howard, another guy they got their hands on. Timothy Ferguson, another guy. What I want to talk about is cornerbacks. These cornerbacks with guys like Jalen Goodman 
and Darius Prickett coming in, um, Isis Waxter, guys who are going to be contributing next year, who you have to look forward to, Elijah Glover. I mean, just so many dogs back and I'm interested to see just how they all perform. They have a lot of, if you look at this team, where it's super stacked at, to me, it's two places, defensive backfield and offensive line. Just look. I mean, I know we talk about the running backs, but you can only get so more, so, so many on. That's why I don't count the running backs. You only get so many receivers, so many running backs. Uh, running backs is definitely the most talented position, but the deepest position because of the number of people you can get. And then can you get a number of quality players? They did that with defensive back. In this class, what they did was for guys who was leaving, like, you know, Roll left and it was a couple of years ago. You look at Julian Williams and you look at uh, Chucky Smith. It's a lot of guys that had to leave. And when we look at guys, we want to talk about John Roden, Keyshawn Skolsters, who I think, Jesus, what a, what a pickup. The highest rated 247 sports prospect of all time. First it was Mitchell Bothwell. Then all of a sudden they got Skolsters. That's how good this class was. They just kept improving with each commitment. And um, they got two of the top three Recruits of all time, right now, playing for Villanova off this class. That just told you how talented they are. 247, you know, it, it took a minute to, to give some guys to that, that credibility. But they do it for the human. You know, it's just like me, the human, we all mess up. Looking at the commits and if you want to look at the most, like I say, intriguing guy. It's two of them. It's Howard and Sculptures. Hands down. When you look at Dupree, you look at Ortega. This is just my opinion because the defense has to get better because they let up so many points last year in the fourth quarter. Especially, I mean, fourth quarter was like their kryptonite. It was. I think you look at this team, oh, so the fourth quarter. I mean, can you keep a lead? They could score, but you shouldn't have to score 70 points. You should have to score 50 points a game to win. No football game. You just should be able to have that talent. The 145th ranked recruiting class in the nation. They didn't get a running back. You know, that's, that hasn't happened. Um, they're number one in CAA with an average 82 ranking, which is a three-star average. That's what they did. They got three stars. When we look at this team, like I said, um, excuse me, the, 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 the highest ranked guy was Skolstas. The second was Damone Drew. The third was Terrell Vassell. The f Looking at the fourth, it was Jaron Hyatt. And then it's Aiden Howard. And then it's Mitchell Bothwell. So on this recruiting class, looking at the top ten recruits, which also at the Mitchell Bothwell is Dupree Bryant, then Rasan Stewart, then John Robinson. The highest-ranked recruit, and we got to go to 10, which is Trajan Anderson. We got to go to the top 10. In this recruiting class, they have three, four of the top 10 recruits in Villanova history. Four. Skultis was number one. Okay. Howard's number, Aiden Howard's number five. 
Mitchell Bothwell's number six. Dupree Bryant's number seven. And then on this team alone, I gave you four, right? Jaron Hayek's number four. It's five guys who are top ten in, in history. And then Trajan Anderson's number ten. That's six out of the top ten recruits of all time are on this team. This team is destined to be a title contender. The only reason you can't clarify yet because they haven't made it to that, to that, that final four. They haven't made it past, you know, a, a, a certain round. And they haven't made a deep playoff run. And in North Dakota State and South Dakota and James Madison just seem like the teams that, you know, just always heavily favors because they, they stay there. They stay in their point. But this team is going to sneak up on everybody. They shouldn't because they're talented if you do your homework, but they're going to sneak up. Um, looking big and looking at so many guys and so many players. Because it's crazy with Jaron Jer- Hayek. I have to really bust some bubbles about Jaron Hayek. When Jaron Hayek came out, Jaron Hayek wasn't even um, ranked when he committed to Villanova. He didn't have no stars. So now they all of a sudden realize that this guy, I mean, you know what he did in high school? He was, he was an all-pro. I mean, he was a, a, an elite defensive back. He wasn't just, oh, he can play it. He's, he's effective. He's, he's productive. He was he would shut you down. And then you're looking at receiver. He, he Look what he's done. So Hayek is going to have a super year next year. I mean, his year next year is going to be like sky high. I mean, he's going to he, – and then you, you pissed him off. How, how could you call a call on this kid like that? I, I, I hope Southeast, they don't play them. No, no, I, I really want to play them. But Hayek is going to play everybody like that Southeast Louisiana. You dare say he had to push off. How much he had to extend to get that ball with one hand. How dare you? How dare you? I wanted to come to this podcast to say, how dare you, college football, let that go down. You tell receivers to be receivers. And you punish him for being a receiver. There's clearly no forceful. It's not, it's not even a push off. It's none. That was. And, and then you know. It's not on college football. But you got to be a process. To where it's just getting too out of hand. Where you see bad calls. That cost games. Then you see fans getting on there. You think they would have held. Uh, Southeast Louisiana to not scoring. Well we don't know that. Because they didn't get the chance. How do you know? And then they go and they get blew out their next game. They get shredded up the cheese. It makes you even skeptical about whoa, what was going? How many calls was bad in that game? You know, so I I just don't like. Let's like with the Saints, clear call. Sean Payton should be mad forever. Y'all should hear his mouth forever for a call like that. Don't tell him to suck it up. That's not football. <sighs> Bill Belichick, the Houston Astros. I don't really see the difference. Belichick just got away. They had smoother connects. <laughs> Astros is now the fall guys for cheating in sports. You know what I mean? And Pete Rose is looked at as the Michael Jordan or the NBA emblem or the Jerry West on the NBA sign of, ga- of, of cheating in sports when all he did was gamble and he can't get back in there. But we done had guys do so much more worse. But you can't put him in the Hall of Fame. That's like, oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, um, that has to stop. If a man, Terrell Owens punishment, if a man does his job on the football, baseball field, you can always put an asterisk, but you can't take him out of what he earned. Can't do that. He didn't gamble his whole career. 
I mean, it's just it's, to me, it's crazy. Um, looking at Villanova, looking at this team, I just I, I just feel like uh, John Roden's going to be a beast. Same way I said John, Jaquan Amos and Christian Benford would be. I just think he's a guy. And then Ty Trini's good. He's good. I mean, he improved so much this year. He's going to be. I'm excited to see where he comes in. And then Ethan Potter. So you, and then you got Terrell Mims. That's four playmaking like the, the way they out this whole class. I mean, there's a lot of guys. The pre Bryant. There's a Ricky Ortega. There's a, a monster in Timothy Ferguson. I mean, they got so many good players on this. This is better than the 2020 class, and that 2020 class is good. You see what they did. To say that this class is better than 2020 is. I see a lot, and what I really do see, what I what I honestly see. Is a defensive juggernaut team. I mean, I know we look at the offensive line coming back and how good the running back's going to be, and then you got you know you got Smith, you got, but this this defense though, can we look at the defense and stop going? How does the defense is something different? And just in this segment, I want to talk about what Benford and Amos bring next year. Is anybody forgetting them? Because Elijah Trent's also on there. That's three elite. The way that what people don't emphasize enough on is evolution. If guys were this way in one year, they're going to be even better the next year. And then you come with Daryl McDaniel, who I love to have vets who've been in it, like Chucky Smith. Those guys are priceless. You know, a guy named shout out to Nick Scott who played for Penn State. Guys like that are glue guys, and I think Daryl McDaniel's a glue guy. You know, good, good, good defensive back. You got guys on the team that's talented than him, more talented, but he's a good defensive back, and you need a guy like that who knows the game. It's just so good to have that experience. He's gotten better. He's gotten more of a leader each season. And then I want to see Elijah Glover. I want to see Isis Waxed. I want to see Jalen Goodman. I want to see Darius Prickett. I mean, it's going to be exciting back there. Who's going to throw on those guys? But then you bring in this, but the crazy part, you bring in this squad. Who's going to get the time? I think all four of them can get time back there. The rotation could be endless. But it's kind of naive to really think that everybody's going to get time. I think it's Goodman season. I can't wait to see Jalen Goodman make plays. I've always been a fan of his game. Can't wait to see how he contributes for Villanova. He's been a playmaker. If he had to play receiver or, you know, whatever, I mean. That's Matt O'Connor, quarterback on Villanova. They played together. The Goodman's a tough cookie, man. I mean, I just love his game. So, and, and Elijah Trent is a surprise to me. Everybody knows I've been on record saying, hey, why they ain't got a man receiver? He was such a good receiver. I love watching him play at times. That's who the guy can catch the football. But look what he's doing as an athlete. I, what I didn't know is why these, that's why they get paid the money. Why these scouts, why Ola Adams, why, you know, Sean Devine, why – Mark Ferrante, they get the money, Penny Pack, because they see things that we don't see. They really know talent. And this guy is an elite cornerback. And he can go to the NFL. You know why? Because of his size. Athletic ability and size matters. So watch, I mean, out of all the cornerbacks on here, as good as Amos is, who I think, out of all three, out of all of them, he's the best one. He's just the best one. And it's hard because Benford is so good. But Amos has just proved time and time again. Like the year before last, Benford had a better year than Amos. As good as Amos, Amos did good. He played good football. But Benford was just clearly so much better. This year, Benford was hurt and Amos shined. 
even when Trent got hurt. You bring all three of them guys back. I think they should all be on the field. I think Benford should be the safety. I think it should be Amos and Trent and McDaniel. I think take the pressure off the younger guys. Let them come in and eat. Guys like Elijah Cover and, 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 and Elijah Glover and Pickett, Pickett could play the safeties. Or, or even Goodman. They all could play. Like, I just feel like they can cover. They can play plays. You got Roden. You got Potter, another guy who can play safety. You got Roden, Trini, Isis Waxter. You can just do so much with this cornerback. I, I love these these cornerbacks from from rotation. You sit one down, put one in. You're dealing with a problem. You're dealing with a problem. And I love what Villanova's done back there because it's, it's, it's. I mean, offense is getting catered to, you know, by play calling. So you need defensive backs on any football team. And what they did was just a very good deal. A very good deal. Um, who do I think has the who, I think, I think Amos, could, he's the type of guy that can get 10 interceptions. So can Trent can get about. Them two guys can really pick the ball off. As good as Benford is, I think he's he's a good all-around guy. Physical, can stop the run, can can sack the quarterback you ask him to. He can do whatever you want. I think all three of these guys is going to be easy, uh, real fun to watch. I like Pickett, too. I think Pickett, I mean, look at Glover. Glover is such a man. I just love this team. At, at, at the uh, defensive back position, man, I really do. I, I really love the defensive back and secondary unit. Glover back there, you're not going to forget about the New Jersey monster, but you cannot forget about Darius Pickett. They went and got Darius Pickett late in the recruiting class that he was in. And um, what I have to be absolutely is the 2017 class is that that 2017 class was talented. It just wasn't as talented as the next, you know. Um, coming in in 2018, he appeared in some games. But, you know, this time, Darius Pickett showed some things this season. He really showed some things. And I'm just not trying to, you know, Focus on the defensive backs is that they're the better best. Just let me clarify this. The most talented position is the running back position. That is a very that's the most talented position. But the deepest position is the defensive back. Villanova proved more than once, even the games that they lost, that they could compete with some of the best teams. And what I most, mostly have to say that has to be said was the times that their cornerbacks played lights out, man, they, that was most of their wins. Like, the wins was, was it's, it's hard to beat Villanova when the, you cannot throw on this team. When everybody plays up to, to par. You know, Darius Pickett had 51 tackles this year. 51. He blocked the kick. Three pass breakups, interception. You have to look at, and then you got guys, and we all talk, and it's a guy I haven't said yet. It's the reason why I haven't said him. Because he's the X Factor. Out of all these cornerbacks, he's the X Factor. And that's Lavudu Apete. I will pet to him, sorry. I mean, this guy returned kicks for touchdowns, 58 tackles, third on the team. You know, a tackle for loss, and he's just getting better. You know, he had five breakups. He's just getting better. He's just getting better. He's almost showtime. So really, 
you look at that team and El Petu and Daryl McDaniel would have to be the, uh, the guys. McDaniel had 19 tackles. Uh, uh, Waxer had 25 tackles. He had a one pass breakup. McDaniel had two pass breakups. You look at uh, Benford even through his year. He still had 31 tackles. Five pass breakups. Intercepts. He still threw an injury riddle year. Elijah Trent was 40 tackles, man. Three interceptions. Five pass breakups. You, you ain't really want to throw his way. Two tackles for losses. Amos, we know what happened. Four interceptions, 50 tackles. Hey, Amos will give you everything you want. And and you're looking at this team, and you have to be very sure. 23 tackles for my guy Elijah Glover. Pick six. Come on, man. I absolutely love this team. 12 tackles for Goodman. That's good. Got to, you know, getting the, the, the snaps he got. And he got two pass breakups in there. People have to understand. I just want people to look at this team. You even got guys like Hunter Casamano, who's good, going to be good on special teams, uh, who play cornerback. You know, they're doing Anthony Silver Goose. They do good on special teams. Um, it's going to be something to see these guys. I really hate that Michael Taylor transferred. That's hurt piece for me. Love that family. Uh, met his mom. Um, talented player. I was really high on him. But, hey. Much love to him, the Taylor family, uh, still Nova Nation family. No matter where you go, no matter other family you pick up, you still got Nova Nation as a family. Um, just looking at it, it's just so many good receivers in the FCS, especially in the CAA. CAA is so tough, man. It's like, you know, big. You look at the Big Ten with Penn State, look at the CAA. It's going to be, you look at that team. And you look at who's playing. And I, I still think it's going to be a battle between Glover and McDaniel who starts. I think Edward Petu and, and Trent, I, I don't know how they're going to do that, but how, who's going to start is going to be very exciting to me. I mean, can they go Trent and, and Amos and then put Ben for their safety, like I said, with Edward Petu? And then you have no McDaniel starting. But McDaniel's still a glue guy. He's still going to get time. But the mo the four most talented defensive backs is what I just said. Benford, Petu, Trent, and Amos. It's not rocket scientists. This is not something I'm saying to people like, oh, you should know this. These guys, night in and night, every season, they're their playmakers. Those are your that 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 then you got McDaniel, then you got Glover, then you got Pickett. Then you got Goodman, then you got Waxter. I mean, you come in with so much. Then, listen, Roden, I think Roden gets the time, or Potter. I mean, I could be wrong because Trent is very talented, but I think Roden or Potter, they're just so good. Both those guys are primetime players. I mean, the type of year Roden had. And Potter, like, Potter's another, like, Jaron Hayek. He's a, a, you know, athlete. He's a phenomenal athlete. So, Nova loves athletes, I see. Even... You know, they love athletes. Like Jack Stanton was a, a, a last year's 20, 20, 2019 defensive end. He was a monster. He could play defensive end for anybody. He's playing tight end for Penn State. I mean, excuse me. Smack me, Nova Nation. He's playing tight end for Villanova. And that's going to be another guy I want to see. I just want to see how uh, Jack Stanton plays.
because we got Mitchell Bothwell now. And that is going to be a subject on next Villanova football radio. I want to split it in two segments so y'all can get it. So listen, man, I just wanted to say, you know, come in and let y'all know about next Villanova football radio. We talk about the Mitchell Bothwell, the, the you know, I, I just want to talk about the tight ends. And we got other things to talk about. But right now, um, it's going to be, I, I'm going to talk about the defensive line too a little bit, just a couple of people. Another thing before I get out of here, I wanted to go on to uh, um, Villanova um, offense. I'm just going to say this. I mean, I, the cornerbacks are going to be good. This is what we need to happen. We need the defense to come up. I'll talk more about the defense next to the football, but we need this. Just offense is going to be unfair. If everybody, just, just every Villanova fan, go to Villanova site, realize what you've watched on the field, realize the highlight tapes, and look at this offense from offensive line to tight end to running back to receiver to quarterback. Analyze this offense and see just how good it is. Just analyze it. Do your own homework. You know, don't just wait for the Villanova radio because this is going to be a sight to see. This is the second year they're together. Everyone in the FCS should be scared to death. In the depth at quarterback. Nobody, that's the underrated depth. Let's do that. The underrated depth is quarterback. <laughs> Didn't you remember the time when, you know, they were stuck with quarterbacks that just didn't know what they were doing and Kyle McGlosky left? He looked like he was a promising quarterback. He went to, he went to Penn State to play basketball. Now you got Quadri Ismail. Just, that, that guy's no slouch. Smith was just better. Connor Watkins, not no slouch. Smith is just better. Then you bring in Ricky Ortega. Oh, my gosh. Look at that quarterback room now. Imagine how tough it's going to be the next year when Ortega is playing and then you got Ismail. Because I would, I would register Ortega. He's just too good. Let Ismail and Watkins get their turn. And I'm pretty sure Bolton is going to do that. I'm pretty sure Ferrante sees that. But, yo, Ortega, they hit the jackpot when they got Ortega. This is how the jackpot really Evolve when they got Ortega and then got his receiving mate, the pre Brian. It was like, Oh, jackpot, wow! But when you go get a three star tight end and Mitchell Bothwell, oh man, that's impressive. So, listen, I'm out of here. I'm Leader Johnson. Follow Leader, y'all. Um, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook. I'm out, y'all. Feeling over radio.